Russian invasion of Ukraine has officially begun. Indeed, it's no longer a rumor of war. Europe could be on the brink of World War III. According to the BBC, Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered troops into two rebel-held regions in eastern Ukraine. The BBC reports footage released overnight appeared to show Russian military vehicles heading toward the Ukrainian border. Russia said the troops will be on a peacekeeping mission in breakaway nations, which he's backed since 2014, but I am far from convinced. This is Jennifer LeClaire, and on today's Praying the News podcast, we'll take a prophetic look at the latest developments in Russia, Ukraine, and beyond. Today's broadcast is sponsored by Awakening Prayer Hubs, a prayer movement that's contending for awakening and revival in the nations of the earth. There's never been a more critical time to pray. You can be a prophetic solutionist in your city. Join the movement at AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. This is Jennifer LeClaire, former editor of Charisma magazine and a former journalist for major news outlets all over the world. I've been producing news for over 30 years. Now, God is leading me to pray the news as we go deeper into the end times. With the help of the Holy Spirit, I'll be curating headlines, sharing a prophetic perspective on the news, and praying. From world news to health and science to technology and entertainment and beyond, I'll share news that matters most in the moment, and I'll do it through a prophetic lens. You'll be equipped to be a prophetic solutionist. If that sounds good to you, go ahead and subscribe now on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Check out more at awakeningpodcasts.com. World leaders are offering their insights on this low-key invasion the day after Putin signed a decree recognizing areas of Ukraine as independent. The U.S. said calling them peacekeepers was nonsense. U.S. Ambassador to the U.N. Linda Thomas-Greenfield said Putin is attempting to claim Russia has a right to all territories from the historic Russian Empire. That, she said, not only includes Ukraine, but also Finland, Belarus, parts of Poland and Turkey. And that's just the beginning. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson said Russia has violated Ukrainian sovereignty and completely tore up international law. He sees Putin bent on a full-scale invasion and promised a barrage of sanctions. Of course, Russia is not without supporters. Nicaraguan President Daniel Ortega said this, I'm sure that if a referendum is held there, as was done in Crimea, people will vote for their regions to be included in Russia. This is a Russian population, and it's not subject to the dictates of NATO, the EU, or the U.S. But Beijing, one of Russia's closest allies, is holding its cards close to the vest. China is calling for all parties to avoid any action that may fuel tensions. But sources say Beijing is secretly cheering Russia on. It's a dark day in Europe. It's been 70 years since the region saw a world war. And this new era world war could come at a higher cost, surely would come at a higher cost than anyone anticipates. So what's going on behind the scenes here? Jesus said before his coming, his second coming, there would be wars 
and rumors of wars. We're certainly seeing that. Putin is testing the waters, but his demonic desire for power is driving him to destruction, not only his destruction, but the destruction of people and nations. With NATO standing strong against Russian aggression in neighboring nations, we are certainly on the brink of what could be the most devastating war in Earth's history. Even if it does not turn into World War III, it's certainly a foreshadowing. Hear what I'm saying? This is a foreshadowing at the least. This is a foreshadowing of what will most certainly come in the future. Ezekiel predicted specific events would occur in the nation we now call Russia. Ezekiel 38 verse 2 mentions a nation called Rosh, which many Bible scholars believe is modern day Russia. And then beyond the linguistics, the position of Rosh, described in the Bible as far north of Israel, makes it obvious to the end time watcher that this ancient land is the Russia we know today. Ezekiel 38 verses 1 through 3. Now the word of the Lord came to me saying, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the prince of Rosh, Meshech, and Tubal, and prophesy against him and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O God, the prince of Rosh, Meshech, and Tubal. See, God is going to stand against this. Maybe not right now, but there is a day coming. Ultimately, all of this is heading toward a coordinated attack on Israel as we get deeper into the end times. But the time is not quite yet. Ultimately, Russia will not succeed against Israel when that day comes. But Russia may succeed in the short term, in our day, in doing serious damage in Europe and the rest of the world through energy crises. Russia is the second largest oil supporter after Saudi Arabia. Supply chains would likely be further disrupted. The economies could crash in various nations. Businesses could be taken offline. Cyber attacks could take down financial institutions. This could get very critical very quickly. So how should we respond? I'll offer some prophetic insights right after this break. Could you fall for the great end times deception? The truth is, if you don't think you can be deceived, you already are. Satan has been deceiving people since the Garden of Eden. The Bible tells us plainly, do not be deceived. And you cannot read a single book in the New Testament that doesn't offer a warning about deception. As we go deeper into the end times, the deception is rising rapidly. There's false doctrines, false prophets, false teachers, false apostles, false pastors, false believers, false deliverance ministers, false anointings, false signs and wonders, and more. Here's the scary part. Not only can anyone be deceived, many who call themselves Christians are already deceived, and some are deceiving others. The good news is you can escape the great end times deception if you know what to expect and how to guard against it. In this course, I will expose end times deceptions and arm you with the truth that serves as a shield against what's already happening and what's soon coming. Get equipped to escape the end times deception at schoolofthespirit.tv slash deception. 
Jesus said in Matthew 24, verse 6, and you will hear wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. So first, we're not supposed to be troubled. Other translations say not to be alarmed or don't panic, don't be frightened. See, God saw all of this before the foundation of the earth. This is no surprise to God. And God has not given us a spirit of fear. So don't have a knee-jerk reaction. Don't begin to get alarmed, afraid. Don't run and hide. It's clear that everything that can be shaken will be shaken. But we are citizens of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Scripture says, if we faint in the day of adversity, our strength is small. But your strength is not small. The spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells on the inside of you. You need to tap into prophetic insight. So prophetically speaking, we need to understand the times and seasons. We need to understand how important it is to redeem the time because the days are indeed evil and they're growing darker. Even if sanctions hold Russia back from a larger scale invasion of Ukraine and its neighboring nations, it's only a matter of time before this blows up. Prophetically speaking, we need to turn our ears to God. There's never been a more critical time to hear his voice for ourselves. That's part and parcel of praying. We, we release our prayers, but then we hear what God is saying in response, and we hear what is God's will, and we pray. Prophetically speaking, we need to ask God for more time for the sake of the souls affected. A war in Europe would be costly in terms of lost lives, lost architectural treasures, and so much more. So, so far beyond that. Prophetically speaking, understand that Ukraine is one of the most Christian nations in Europe. And that ultimately, that's why, that's why the enemy is raging against Ukraine. And, and what's more, about 200,000 Jews still live in Ukraine. We need to pray for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine. Prophetically speaking, Putin may be somewhat like a forerunner to the Antichrist. No, I'm not saying he's the Antichrist. Putin is not the Antichrist, but he may be sort of a forerunner to the wickedness of the Antichrist. But someone with that same dominating spirit that he's carrying will arise and deceive the nations. The Antichrist will come on the world scene. Even Israel will be deceived with a peace treaty that lasts only three and a half years. This is ultimately where we're headed. Until then, we will continue to see wars and rumors of wars. But the Russo-Ukraine situation is one of the most volatile events Europe has seen since World War II. And it could indeed lead to World War III. We cannot count that out. Ignore Bandura, senior vice president of the Baptist Union of Ukraine, has the heart of Jesus in this conflict. Describing the front line, he told Christianity Today, Pastors in the gray area are not leaving the area. Christians are determined to take an active part in the needs of the people around them. That is the heart of Jesus. And you may not live in or near Ukraine. You probably don't. But you can take an active part in the needs of the people in the region through prayer, through intercession. Commit to pray for God's peace in Europe, for God's intervention in what would surely be a bloody devastating war. Pray for God's angel armies to array themselves to fight for God's cause in Europe. Watch and pray. God is speaking more than we're listening. 
Many people struggle to hear God's voice, so they walk in spiritual drought or miss God's will or His warnings. Some are even deceived by the enemy. The prophetic voice of God is not difficult to hear if you cultivate a listening ear. When Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, he was talking about you. So how can you position your spiritual ears to hear what's on God's heart? How can you better discern if you're hearing your own conscience, God's voice, or the enemy? How does God speak to his people today? And why does it seem so hard sometimes to hear God clearly? In my new series, The Voice of God, Listening, Discerning, and Releasing Holy Spirit's Words, I'm going to help you gain confidence in your ability to hear, respond, and share what the Holy Spirit is saying. God wants you to hear His voice, and He wants you to share His words of life with others. Get equipped to press past the spiritual static and hear God's voice with clarity at schoolofthespirit.tv slash voiceofgod. Thanks for listening. To learn more about the Praying the News podcast and to get access to today's show notes and exclusive content, visit jenniferleclair.org slash prayingthenews. Be sure to subscribe and you can get the podcast delivered in your inbox every time we publish. Give us that five-star rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Until next time, keep praying the news. Mm-hmm.